Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into the show. This is Riffin Podcast. But what is Riffin? Riffin is hosted by two friends who have known each other for nearly 20 years and will cover a wide range of topics in this show. But before we begin, let's meet the hosts. Hey, I'm Tim Lebo. I'm late 20s, early 30s, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm a musician. I've put out several albums available online. My band is called Earth to Abram. I also have a book series under the same name available on Amazon.com. I've toured the country. I have a film business called Timothy Lebo Films. I also work in domestic violence, and I bring all of these experiences that I have to the table. My name is Jonathan Guyman. Most people call me John. I have almost four decades of life experience, including a wife of 13 years and two kids who are under 10 years old, ages five and eight currently. I have operated a painting business for most of my working life, almost 20 years now, and host another podcast called The Joe Health Show. But otherwise, I'm mostly a boring, deep thinker. <laughs> You'll learn more about me as the show goes on. The purpose of the show is to bring our thoughts to your speakers. We talk about so many things from mental health, social media topics, news, stories, music, relationships, and so many deep topics that most people don't have time to discuss but think about often. It is our hope that you take something away from our conversations and that maybe you'll see the world just a little bit differently. Sit back and enjoy this next episode of Riffin'. Hey guys, John here today. Today uh, is going to be a shorter episode. I'm going to be flying solo today, Um, but I want you to know that uh, Tim has officially purchased his uh, home and we're really excited about that. There's some other stuff going on that has him tied up uh, right now uh, that we just kind of couldn't get a good time to get some good energy into a podcast. We're going to talk more about some of that stuff in the future, but I want to come out to you today with two or three different things that I didn't really put a whole lot of thought into. I'm just going to go for it, which is what I usually do anyway. But I was watching Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift last night with the kids. Well, last night being when I'm recording this. And uh, I'll never forget when when Han is sitting up looking over Tokyo with, with Sean. And he's saying, they're looking at all the people down in the square, I guess. And he's saying... Look at all those people down there. They follow the rules for what? They're letting fear lead them. And Sean asks Khan, well, what happens if they don't? In his little southern Texas boy accent. Han says, life is simple. You make choices and you don't look back. I think that's a rather anticlimactic answer to that question. But looking down at all those people, just following the rules doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're letting fear lead them. And we talk about that a lot on the podcast about like how we live our lives and what we do with our lives. And what are we, what are we even living for? Like, what are we doing? And I think that's a really, uh, it's really deep. And it's, it's something I think about a lot. We get really, I guess, anxious about our life path think that what we should be doing something for the future. We talk about retirement a lot, you know, and like that we got to save money and, and work really hard for retirement. And we're living this life that it's almost like somebody else made the rules of how we had to live. And I just kind of get stuck on that sometimes because I don't like, I don't necessarily always like rules because 
what is stopping us from doing whatever we want? I mean, do you ever stop and think about that? Like, what is stopping you from doing the very things that you want to do? And is it because you can't stop doing following the rules because the rules are set up for you to do a certain thing and that's how you got to survive in this life because you've got to have a mortgage, you've got to pay bills, you've got to have a car, and you've got to fit into this little mold of what society has said is normal. It's just something I was thinking about, you know, and I don't really know what brought that on exactly, but I think it's something everybody should think about. What do you want to do with your life? What is the purpose of your life? And it kind of brought me to another thought that I had. You know, I used to do a lot of, I don't want to say I did the work because I didn't do hardly any of the work. I used to travel to Haiti a lot and visit an orphanage that my friends had worked with and did a lot of work with. And they had a a pediatric clinic there. And we spent a lot of time and and money committed into this. And it was a lot of fun to do go down there to, to Haiti and to meet people and to see their culture. And obviously, it's a very poor country. And we haven't been down there in a couple of years, but I still stay in contact, well, at least on Facebook with a couple of people that are from down there. And one of them reached out the other day and they're involved in another ministry and they were asking for some some funds, which I get, you know, you got to ask people for funds. And I'll be honest with you, we're, we're, we were kind of like, we're still donating to the other ministry, which if anybody involved in that ministry is listening, you know who you are. It sure would be nice to get an update every now and then. I would love to get an update uh, for what's going on with that. It's been radio silence for far too long and I have no idea what's going on. So uh, I will, uh, oops, drop something. Uh, I will update my credit card information and you can continue getting your money as soon as I get an update on what's going on. Um, so, hang on. I got to figure out what fell. I think it was this flashlight because this flashlight doesn't work anymore. Oh, there it is. Um, so anyway, so I had another friend reach out. They were asking for some funds. And on one hand, I, I really wanted to just support him. You know, I mean, I mean, granted, you know, if you've been to Haiti or you know Haiti, like you get you donate 20 bucks a month to a ministry and like. 20 bucks for most Americans is chump change. Like you might be like 20 bucks. That's a lot. Like if you think about like paying for a streaming service, it's 20 bucks. I don't know if I want to spend 20, spend 20 bucks, but like think of how much money you spend on any given day on anything. Like if you buy a drink outside of your house, you're spending $2 at least on a drink. And how many times a week are you buying a drink? So you might have 30 or $40 a month just buying drinks outside of your house. I mean, heck, if you go to a restaurant and you get a beer or a drink, that's six or seven bucks, right? So you've got a ton of money tied up just in drinks every month. So it's not expensive, okay? Um, but I feel like, you know, when somebody's asking me for money from a place like Haiti, it's hard to say with what we're doing with our lives right now, it's just not something we can give right now. But the real answer, let's just be honest, is I don't I don't want to. Why? I don't know. So it's like, I want, you know, you want to help, but do you not want to help? But even if it's like for 20 bucks a month, but it's amazing to me how many people would say, ah, I really just can't afford it right now to help a ministry in a third world country. Like, it's not that big of a commitment. 
you talk what twenty? What's twenty bucks a month? And I'm just throwing a number out there. Twenty bucks a month. That's two hundred and forty dollars a year. All right. That's not a lot of money. I mean, if you go out to eat with your family, you're spending eighty to a hundred dollars. Well, maybe not that much money. Okay, probably at least sixty. If you, yeah, you're spending eighty to a hundred dollars if you go out to a nice dinner with your family with a tip and everything. Right. So dropping 20 bucks a month, it's not that big a deal. Like there's a couple other things you can give up during the during the year and you can have that covered. Like, I don't think there's any reason why all of America couldn't do that for the less fortunate. I don't think there's any reason why most of those who are making eighty thousand dollars plus a year could probably pull off an extra twenty dollars a month. Easy. Um, I think most people in America that fit that bill. Um, whether it's helping somebody in a third world country or donating somewhere else, I think that you can do that and not even recognize it being gone. So I don't know, just some stuff I'm thinking about. I know I used to be in circles a lot where they talk about stepping out of your comfort zone and stretching yourself and doing things in, I often wondered about that. Like I'm in a group right now that I just joined that talks, that's going to talk about growing certain areas of your life. And I finally feel like I'm in a part of my life where I feel good. Like I don't feel like I have to grow. Like dare I say it, I'm comfortable. And how do you know when you are okay? Like maybe is it okay to be in a comfort zone? Like if you're making enough money to take care of your family and contribute there and maybe even save some and you're, you know, where is the, where is that needle? Right? Like I feel like sometimes we'll never be at peace because they always feel like they have to do more. And I think there's a balance there that needs to be met. And I don't know what it is because there's a lot of people I see that are, that they're successful, that they're doing well, they're helping others and they're, they seem to be complete, but they're always focused on like, nope, I got to do more. I got to do more. I'm like, but why, why do you have to do more? This ultimately comes back to living in, in fear. Why do you have to do more? Why do you feel like you have to do more? Do you believe that you're not doing your best? Like, what if you feel like you're doing your best? And you're successful and like, I don't know if you're, if you're comfortable, does that mean you're slacking and you need to do more? I don't think it does, but where, where is that? Like, I I don't know. See, this is where it'd be helpful to have somebody else else to bounce this stuff off of. Maybe I, maybe I should pause and bring my wife in to talk about this stuff. But is it something that, you know, inside I could be doing better. I could be doing more in this area. I don't know. Like I just picked up the hobby of like fly tying, doing some fly fishing that the only thing that that really benefits is me and the fly shop where I spend some money on some stuff. Um, but it enriches me and it gives me a new skill, but like what, what am I going to gain from that skill? And maybe that's the problem. We look at everything from a, what am I going to gain from that thing? And if we can't find, if there's nothing that, that, that we can gain from it, that's tangible it's a waste of time. But you know what I gained from it? I gained from it like confidence that I could try this new skill and actually can tie flies and catch fish with those flies, you know? Now, 
they're easy fishing at some of the places I fish. So it's not like I'm that good. I haven't like specifically tied a tie to move a certain way to catch a certain fish in a certain type of stream. I don't know that I'm ever going to be that kind of fisherman, but should I be like, I don't know. At what point do you recognize certain skills that you have? I'm getting somewhere here. Like, do you need other people in your life to recognize certain skills that you have that you're really good at and that you could actually do something with? And it's almost like if you do, is it, is it a waste? Is it wasted talent? If you don't, what if you just don't want to do it? Then you don't, is it waste? Like, are you a failure? Like if you're really good at something and you could be really successful at it and you don't do it, are you a failure? Or do you just decide, you know what? Screw it. I just don't want to do it. Okay. I don't, I don't know. It's just things I think about. And on the last note here, because I think this has gone long enough and I don't want to, I don't want to bore too many people because there's no feedback here. So it's just me talking. But when I was fishing this morning, and if you follow me on, on Facebook, uh, you know, I already posted about this. I was, I was fishing and it was cold. It was like 30 degrees outside, 32 degrees, just above freezing. And uh, we were in the water. The water temp was probably, I don't know what the water temp, 55, 60 degrees. It's on its way down. And we were in the shade too. The sun wasn't out yet. And I was just a popsicle. It was horrible. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was just cold, but we were having, I was catching fish. So you're like trying to get these fish off your line without actually touching the water. So you use barbless hooks, you know, and you just kind of like pop the little hook off the fish and it swims away and you're standing in the water with waders, you know? So even though you're not wet, the cold water is surrounding your legs. And I tell you, my legs got a workout because they were shivering and shaking so much, but we waded down to a section, fished a little bit, then went to another spot. And here in the water was uh five, I've pulled out five Biden Harris campaign signs. And I know it was a Trump humper that threw them in there because why would a Biden throw a sign in there? Like no one's going to find it, but me, well, I found it and I posted it all over Facebook. Like, but you're not doing that thinking somebody will find this. You're doing it because you're a dickhead who doesn't care about anything but yourself and whatever. And here I'm going to get, I'm not going to get real. I'm not actually that fired up, but I figured I'd try to like, because you're a dickhead. If you're somebody that rips signs out and throws them into creeks, you are the biggest blowhard piece of shit person who probably had horrible parents and a horrible environment. So I'm really sorry that happened to you, but you know what? You can change and not be that same dickhead. Okay. Really? Um, if you do anything like that, it's just, it drives me insane. Why I pulled these out as garbage. And I think all political signs are garbage too. Same thing with disposable masks, because you know what they're going to end up? They're going to end up in the Pacific ocean anyway, uh, and destroy our planet. So going back to what in the world are we here for? I'm going to full circle back to what in the world are we here for? Like if that's what we're doing as a human race and all of this waste that ends up in the Pacific ocean, the great Pacific garbage patch, look it up. It's like the size of Texas and it's polluting our waterways. It's polluting the ocean. The fish are eating all of this plastic junk and it's getting into their system. It's making us sick and it's putting toxins everywhere in the world. We're freaking sick people. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Literally, what are we doing? You know, where we live these lives where, you know, unbeknownst to many people, 
the very lives that we live in turn make us sicker and sicker. And then we just take drugs to cover the sickness when in reality, if we just got back to our roots and connected more with the earth and what we were naturally supposed to do, a lot of our sicknesses and diseases would likely disappear. And then we could leave room for the people that really do get sick to get the care that they deserve because our medical system isn't overwhelmed with COVID. Oh, it's not really overwhelmed with COVID, only in certain spots. It's overwhelmed with people that have reversible and treatable diseases through diet and lifestyle and exercise. Instead, they're going in to get medicated. In reality, they don't have to if they just took some personal responsibility and stopped eating shit food all the time. And that way, the people that really had a disease could get the care and attention from the doctors that they deserve to take care of, and they're not so burnt out. So all of these lifestyle diseases, type 2 diabetes, is one of the huge ones. I'm getting on a tangent here. What are we here for? What are we doing? So I see these signs in the creek, right? And there's no other election in history except for maybe 2016. Even then, it wasn't so bad. But I've seen such vitriol and hatred i've seen that i have a friend online who has lost his shit you know that he just i'll delete you if you don't put a comment that i like i mean it's just it's just i don't even know somebody mowed trump into their yard in our area trump 2020 i don't get it why do people do that like he's not your friend He's only in it for yourself. Like most politicians are only in it so they can get elected. You know, the right people for the job don't get elected. You know that? People that are good at winning elections get elected. Think about that. In fact, there's probably nobody that's elected right now that is probably the best for the job. If you think of anyway, these signs end up in the creek. Like, why are we doing this? I've seen Trump signs with spray paint all over them that are, that are defaced. But this is the only time in history that I've ever thought that I wouldn't put it beneath their own party for like a Trump person to spray paint their own signs and then blame it on a Biden person or a Biden person to de- destroy and deface their own signs and blame it on a take pictures and blame it on a Trump person. Like, like that's what that's that's just it's so freaking stupid. And the people that are fueling this out there, you just need to stop. If you're posting memes and information on the internet right now and haven't done your part to look it up, you're just be like, oh, that sounds good. That headline looks good. And you post it. Shame on you. I might have done stuff like that in the past, but I've really tried hard not to do that anymore. As much as I'd love if Donald Trump's cocktail that he used, if as much as I'd love if it had aborted fetuses in it, you know, or whatever, that would be awesome. I would love to plaster that on Facebook all over there, but it really maybe was made from one aborted fetus in the Netherlands as research for this cocktail that he used for COVID. I don't know. It's, it's a very, very loose connection, but I really would love that to be true, but I'm not going to post that on Facebook as a slap in the face to all the pro-lifers. Yeah, some pro-life president you got, he used aborted fetuses in his medication that he had for COVID. That's not exactly true. Like, it's a super, super far stretch, and that's the part that makes everybody just look bad. So please stop that stuff. Anyway, that's all for today. My throat's getting dry. I would just ramble. Please be civil to each other. Um, there's only one reason, like, I'm just thinking there's like, how can you be civil to a racist? Well, it's hard to be civil to a racist. You don't have to agree to disagree on racism, but you have to learn the art 
of influence, how to win friends and influence people. I bet you Donald Trump read that book. Maybe you should read that book too, because if you want to influence people, you've got to win them as a friend. Okay. You can't say, Hey, dickhead asshole. Like I just did and expect them to be like, Oh, maybe he's right. I mean, just think about it. If someone called you a dickhead and then tried to be your friend, like, would you be interested in what they have to say? Probably not. So we all need to take some information from How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Read that book. And then maybe that's how we can begin to influence and change people for the better. But what is better? Is Biden better? I don't think so. Although I did see a cool sign that said, that had Trump on it. It said, grab him by the ballots. You know, it's supposed to be like grab him by the balls. It was a really weak attempt at humor, but I thought it was a pretty good attempt grab him by the ballots the ballots i mean anyway everybody we will talk to you next week might even just be tim next week since i'm going to be out of town for a while but we'll see how it goes um this week and uh hey take it easy everybody take a deep breath and just think what on earth am i here for what am i doing peace (laughs) 